Hey, ¿qué pasa, Calexico? Welcome back to the podcast. Um, today we are here at... I, I remember coming here to this place when I was like probably like 12, 13 years old. We would come to to the pool and then cool off a little bit before we, before we headed back to Las Pichoneras. I was telling uh, my guest today. Well, first of all, my guest today is Isela Gaspi. She's a director here at, at Enrique Camarena Library, Memorial Library. So this is where we're at, Enrique Camarena Memorial Library. Um, thank you for, for taking a little bit of time today to be my guest on, on oh, the no. podcast. Thank you so much for the opportunity to reach your, your audience. <laughs> um, before we get into, you know, the things you guys do here at, at the library, can you tell us a little bit, a little bit about yourself? Oh. <laughs> well, I, I grew up in Mexicali. I grew up in Mexicali, and when I was 19 years years old, um, we moved to El Centro, so I started going to IBC. Actually, I started first at Robert Morales at Old Basic Ed. Okay. Um, so I took up a few months of um, their third level of ESL. Then I moved to IBC, so I did the ESL program. It was a two-year program, and then moved to you know regular classes, then completed IBC, moved to San Diego State, um, completed a bachelor's degree in um, international business, and then um, I took a little break of a year or two, and then I enrolled in San Jose State for a master's degree in library and information science. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, so, you originally, like, like becoming a librarian, was it uh, something that... Not something that I thought of. I always want. I always liked books. I've always liked books and reading. Not that I was a, a, an avid reader, um, because <laughs> I believe, unfortunately, in Mexico... They don't instill, or oh, back then, when I was, uh, you know, an elementary school kid, they didn't instill the love of books and reading. I remember asking my teacher during a summer break, like, do I have to read this book? And she's like, no, you don't have to. So, and I was like, okay, if my teacher tells me to do something, I'm going to do it. So I was like, oh, but I always like um, writing and not that I create poetry or anything, but just writing, being among books. So when I, when I started working here, I was fascinated by all the books and everything, so I took up like 10 books home, and I didn't read none of them <laughs> because it would, they, I didn't have the habit of reading. So little by little, um, the more, obviously, um, I, started as a, I started working as a work-study student. So when I was going to IBC, I started working a, a part-time job here. And then um, once I, I got the opportunity to apply for a part-time position, um, what I like it more and more and more. And my former director, Sandra, she's the one that, you know, she kind of put the seat on me like, you know, here's a flyer. So once you go into finish your bachelor's, eventually, um, you know, there's this opportunity of going to a library school. So I was like, oh, my God, she thinks that I can be a librarian. Yeah, Yeah, because for a long time, um, I mean, for those of us, of us that grew up in Calexico, Miss mm-hmm. Toller was yes. a director for for a long time. For many years, yeah. yes. So, um, well, I continue, you know, working here and doing different things. Um, so I grew more in love with the library and what the library offers, and and so I thought I said, okay, well, if I really want to do my job the, to the best of my ability, I should go for, to library school. So I did. So when uh, when did you start as a work study student? Back in 1997. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because we're talking about you know the computers and stuff. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that in 2000 you got some computers and yes, so. we have we had a few very old computers. Um, obviously, 
all the computers now, right? <laughs> they were not so, so, so brand new. But then the system was like, you know, the, the beginning of the computer age. And mm -hmm. then in like in 2000, that's when we got the Gates grant. So, well, Sandra applied for the Gates grant and she got it. So that's when we had the first computers. I think they were the only ones, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the library had internet service before any other department in the city. So oh. we were the first one um, because we were always worked with the Calexico Unified School District or Sandra always worked with them. So um, we were the first ones to have uh, computer access. And so. Okay, yeah, because, cool. I mean, I work for the district and I remember... Um, Mr. Simon was yes. the director back then. Yeah, mm -hmm. so he was always. Um, and I remember, like, whenever there was something going on, like something new that we were going to implement, you know, we we always um, included the the library. The library, yes. Yeah. So you've been working with the district for yes, for a long, forever since I remember. I mean, since I started working here, I know that always uh, there was a good partnership with the school district and up to this date. And and yeah, like another thing that I remember, like from the library here, was that. You know, we're talking about the senior project, you know, yes. um, back. I, I can't remember when it started, but I don't know if it was 2000, the last year that we, they did it. Mm -hmm. But I remember, um, you know, needing to come here and look for books, make if I, if, if it was a book I couldn't check out, you need to make copies and, mm -hmm. and do research. And I mean, I grew up in the 90s. I graduated 2000. So computers were barely becoming like mm -hmm. this thing you could connect to the internet because yes. people had computers but they didn't have the internet back then yeah. as it wasn't as common as mm -hmm. it is now i mean obviously now your phones are a little mini supercomputer that you can do research on mm -hmm. um so i mean you've been here since 97 so you've seen um you know the evolution of yes how we get information mm -hmm. um and back then we mentioned that libraries were and, and the funny thing is that you know, hearing your wall, you have the card catalogs that yes. uh, on the wall, and it's you know going back to to those times, you know, we would have to come here, look in those drawers, mm -hmm. look for the book, and then <laughs> go find it. Um, but you've seen that evolution, um, and, and and you as a library also have to you know evolve, evolve yes, into adapt. what what other services you mm -hmm. you um, give out to the community. What are some of the things that you know going back to '97 when you started to to now what's like the biggest thing you can think of that's changed? Well, it's uh, in terms of, of library services? Or yeah. Well, one big, big thing, the internet, obviously, because um, even before, and, and also for us, this, our system, the system that we used to check up books before, it was, you know, we had these little machines where we had little cards in the book. So you have to stamp, you have your library card with a, with a number mm -hmm. and then you had to stamp it. So and then it was more, uh, the process was a little more um, well, time consuming because of the, of the stamping. Now we just scan and it's automatically in the system. And in the past, at the end of the day, especially during the summer, we ended up with like this stack of cards that we had to file in alphabetic order by by either if it was a juvenile book or an adult book, and then um, in alphabetic order, you know, to be able to retrieve it once the patron will return the book, and then we have big um, <laughs> bins with books with returns. So we had to go through that file, look for the book, put it back, and then put it back on the shelf. So now it's like scan, scan, scan. So that's that's something of a big progress. Mm -hmm. um, for for our library, many other libraries obviously were able to do this conversion to the system to a newer system way before us. But I think, as being in a rural um, area, um, we did that conversion like um, kind of fast fast enough for 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 being a rural uh, yeah. library. 
Um, so, and other than that, I've seen the decrease in in students wanting I, I, I'm wanting to get books. Everything's on the internet, and everything's on the internet. But not everything. I mean, yeah, you have a lot of information on the internet, but not everything is reliable. Um, and what I've seen is that many um, students don't even. They, yeah, they're very good at texting. They're able to text, but they cannot type. Yeah. <laughs> or if you ask them, you know, what programs do you know how to use, like. Oh, um, I can I can use Google, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is something you know. Google has many uh, maybe applications, but um, I've seen once again um, like people perhaps a rich generation coming back to the library and wanting to have the book on hand because I I love our digital um, collection. So I love um, I'm, I'm very big on listening to audiobooks. I like it because it allows me to do something else when mm. I'm listening to a story. I don't always have the time to sit down and, and, and read because at the end of the day, I'm a little tired. Then I go get home and obviously have three girls. Um, but I've seen many, I've seen a big change of uh, families like mom and dad, of the whole family coming to the library, joining a baby time program, a story time program, and wanting to, hey, this is the library where I grew up. So they want, you know, they want to bring them back and, and, and have given that a little bit of that experience that they had when they were growing up. Um, so you mentioned the audiobooks, and that was one of my questions. <clears throat> so you're okay with, um, you know, people listening to? Yes, but it's, it's it's the same, especially if the book is unabridged, which is exactly every single word that the uh, that you're gonna find in a print um, book. Um, I don't really like ebooks personally because I am on the computer all day so to get home and get a you know a reader and start reading it's I, I've done it I, I, I read a couple of books in, in, using ebooks mm-hmm. but I re, I rather do either the actual book even though I may fall asleep and the book might <laughs> you know hit me in the face yeah. but I really like audiobooks whether I'm, I'm driving even though I, my house is not so far from here so less than 10 minute drive but at least it's 10 minutes that I can listen uh, advancing a story mm-hmm. um, or if I'm who I'm home cooking or cleaner or something i put you know my my airpods and then i'm listening to a story so i really like audiobooks yeah like to me it's um whenever i go to walmart and i do sometimes i'll take longer just because i'm into into what i'm listening to you (laughs) You want to wait (laughs) yeah so like and and you know sometimes people kind of like tell me like oh i saw you at walmart and i i was like waving at you you didn't but i'm like oh you know what like a lot of the times when i'm at walmart i'm i mean i'll I'll listen to audiobooks and also listen to podcasts but yeah, if there's a book that I want to read, I'll, yeah. I'll, and I'm like, because I do like reading, but I think um, you know I'm I'm, I'm gonna admit that I spend a lot more time on 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 my phone or a computer mm-hmm. that I could probably be spending reading a book. Mm-hmm. And I also like I think I like you know reading reading the actual book. Yes. There's a couple of books that I have at home that I want to read, but I just need time to find. Mm-hmm. But whenever I, even if I have the the hardcover the book, uh-huh. I'll buy the audiobook that way I can you know I'm like I want to listen I want to read the book but I'm going to mm-hmm. listen to it instead of reading it but but yeah I think uh, yeah I'm, I'm a big big fan of audiobooks as well especially when it's read by the author sometimes yes, it's, that makes a big difference <laughs> yeah, it's like because you know even though they're, they're if you're reading the book it's them telling the story but mm-hmm. when you're uh, listening to it they're actually telling the story too to you instead of you reading it and imagining mm-hmm. their voice. And, exactly, yeah. yeah. And that's another big change. Um, you know, in the past, it's one copy. If you come to the library and the copy's not here, the, the one that you want, oh, oh, well, you have to wait. We'll put, you know, we'll put, hold, put it on hold once it gets back for you. Now with, with, with the advance of e-books and audiobooks, 
we have more possibilities. Okay, maybe the, the actual book and um, it's in hard the hard copy is not available, but we might have it through some of the the, the platforms we have, such as can I say the names of the platforms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was something that I want to ask you too. Like, um, uh-huh. besides you know the actual books, mm-hmm. what, what are some of the programs that you guys? So one that I, that that I love, and many of our library users love, is Hoopla. Hoopla, Hoopla. Digital. Um, it's it, uh, it might not have all the, the best sellers, but it do has very very good content, and it's not only ebooks, audiobooks. It has movies, it has music, mm-hmm. it has comics, and it has books for adults and children and, and young adults. So perhaps maybe the book that you're looking for is on Hoopla, either as an ebook or an audiobook. Sometimes it's both. Um, we also have Libby by Overdrive. That one has more more newer content. But since it's a shared database with San Diego County Libraries and San Diego Public Libraries, so sometimes their wait is a little longer. So oh, okay. So it's, it's similar to, you know, like checking out a book where like yes, there's only... Yes, you check it out for 21 days. Both are 21 days. So there's no fees because you check it out and, and it has a limit. Like, for example, Hoopla, we allow you to check out up to nine items per month. Um, with um, Overdrive, is up to five. And then um, it gives you 21 days. So at the 21, you can return it before. So that's nice if you're done and then you return it. So somebody else might be waiting oh, for okay. it. But if you don't, if you wait until it automatically returns and there's no fees involved. Oh, okay. So that's, that's awesome. But there's a there's a limit of how many copies it can yes. check out. Okay. Uh-huh. And the beauty, for example, we use Hoopla a lot for our book clubs because Hoopla... Um, um, has unlimited number of access. So maybe mm-hmm. let's say we pick whatever book and there's t- 10 people in the, in the group, all 10 can check it out at mm-hmm. the same time. As opposed to Libby, no, it's only like one copy or there might be two copies, but one is available, but the other two is, the other one is, is checked out. So. Oh, okay. So then similar to, to uh-huh. going to the actual library and checking yes. it out. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, and I was, because I, I, you know, I follow guys on, on, on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you know you you try to um, um, teach kids you know the importance of reading. And mm-hmm. I remember I saw recently a post where there was a little kid that's trying to get to a thousand books before yes. kinder, mm-hmm. and he's read three hundred. I was like, man, this. Little kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let me let me clarify that. So the program is a thousand books before kindergarten, but most of the time the, the child is not reading the thousand books. It's the parents, yeah. or if they bring them to the library, you know. Um, but it's a great way to create the habit of reading. You know, you start reading to them when they're babies. And, um, and as the, as the years go by, you know, you continue reading, continue reading. So for every hundred books that, that the kid listens to, it's read to, whether it be someone, a parent, a grandparent, older sibling reading to the, the child, or maybe if you use, we have BookFlix or we have Hoopla, or we have TrueFlix and we have different other, um, platforms, um, which are a better option than just going into YouTube and, you know, it's open content and there's no really restriction or mm. you might, Try to set restrictions, but sometimes, at least, I, I'm not good at doing that because, you know. Um, but with the, our platforms, is is safe, so there's not going to be any um, announcements or any other thing, commercials that you mm. might not want your child to listen to or see. Um, so that's another way because they're they're, for example, Bookflix is very interactive. So it's like if you were holding the book, but um, but maybe the characters start moving or start kind of singing. So it's more. So that the child is more um, attracted to the, yeah, to the yeah. book. Yeah, you, get, you keep your attention and, yes. and they're enjoying it as well. Because, uh-huh. yeah, um, yeah, I can see where like it, it's kind of like watching a cartoon, but it's like a book. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so we have that for those that are under before they go into kinder, and then we created also 500 books before junior high. So for 
hopefully the, the kids, are, whether they're reading kinder first, second, all the way through six, obviously they know how to read on their own. So we want them to, you know, continue the, the reading. And then for every 50 books that they read, different books that they read, and they get a price. If a thousand books, they can, you, a child, you might read one book and they're, okay, I want you to read again and again and again. And that's fine because repetition is key to vocabulary building. So it's okay if they read it 10, 20 times. They log it in because they, you know, right. they read the book this many times. And um, so, so that's how it works. Oh, okay. That's what's cool. And how, um, I mean, it's important like to, to, like if you're going to give prices, um, I'm, I'm assuming that you guys are spending money on, on these prices. Yes. How do you um, get funded to, to, to promote Most these? I'm always like, looking for donations. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we ask, we've asked, um, sometimes we ask Walmart for donations. We've asked the Calexico Educational Foundation for donations, the Rotary Club, Sun Community. Actually, Sun Community is one of the agencies that helped us uh, purchase prices for the one where we started the 500 books before junior high. Um, so we or we ask the friends of the library. You know, we need books, so we need prices. So we try to um, one one of the prices is a book, and then the following it's like it could be crayons and maybe a coloring sheet um, or a coloring book, um, and then another book because so we want them to also create their home their own home library. Mm -hmm. So start gathering their own books. Oh, okay, well that's I mean it's it's good that the communities. You know, our local businesses, you know, are yes. being involved or, or uh, organizations like the Rotary mm -hmm. Club. Yeah, that's because, yeah, I mean, some of the prices aren't for free. You know, you, yes. you guys need to pay for them. Yes. <laughs> um, and it's funny because, you know, just walking in, you know, there, there was a little girl here with her dad and you, you knew her. So it's like the... Yes. The people coming in are getting, I guess, younger and, and younger. Yes. Which yes, is good. Right. Uh -huh. Which is good because, you know, they, you start them young and then they they continue reading which mm -hmm. is i mean it's a huge part of learning um even like for me that i i i, I need to write because of the podcast mm -hmm. or write like a description of the podcast reading is a, it's a huge and, and yeah one of my friends that's an author well i mean i, I don't know if he's my friend but i i know him <laughs> um i don't know if you know gustavo arellano he's a writer for the la times no. he, wrote, he wrote a couple of books i mean um he wrote Orange County, and then he wrote uh, Taco USA. The uh, something about yeah, he's a he's a kind of like well known uh -huh. writer author. He told me like I told him like how, how do you become a good writer? It's like reading a lot helps you become a, a good writer. And yeah, I think it's something that I need to pick up a little bit more because I'm just like I'll struggle with you know what should I write as a description of, mm -hmm. of the episode. So yeah, I think reading is a huge. A huge way to become a, a better writer, and and at the same time understand when, um, you know when you hear people talking, um, especially like we don't use a lot of big words. Exactly. Yes. Um, I think like and even if you don't really, um, when you read a, a word and if you don't understand it, the the rest of the sentence might kind of give you an idea of what mm -hmm. the word means. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, because my wife seems to like do do you do you know that word? I'm like, well, no, but if you keep on saying <laughs> yeah, or keep listening to what they're saying that you might get at an understanding uh -huh. of, of what they're they're talking about um and there's other things that you guys do um i was i was looking at uh one of your posts and you guys have a group where you guys um kind of like just talk so that people are get comfortable with you know speaking in english yes that's a big a big um for a big emphasis of the library is helping those that are that are struggling uh with uh with the language we have a we have a, this is an immigrant community. Right? Many of the people have 
moved from other places, not just Mexicali, but many of them is Mexicali. And they might have had some English classes, but in English in at least elementary or junior high. And if they're going to a private school, it might be different. But if you're going to public school, um, it's not, not, not uh, conversational English or enough to be able to, you know, to do things in the U.S. Mm. So we want to try to, make, to provide support for that. So we, we have this conversation, let's talk conversation group. So where we just pick a topic once a week and um, now we're doing a hybrid, hybrid program, program. We used to be in person all the time, but then after COVID said, okay, you know what? People still need to talk, especially now that we're not seeing See each, each other. other yeah. So started having the conversation class uh, via Zoom. Every, all, the, all the programs went to Zoom. Um, so we had a, a very good group of people, um, not just from Calexico, but many people from Mexicali, you know, joining mm. us and, and just, you know, it doesn't matter what le- your level, as long as you, you know, you want to, we will help each other. How do you say this? Or can I say this in this way? Or things like that. So it's in a, kind of a safe, safe space where nobody's going to laugh at you if yeah. you don't pronounce it right or if you say something that doesn't make sense. No, we're there to support each other. So we continue with this with this group. Um, what we're doing right now since many people are, you know, feel comfortable coming to the library, but still there's people that, you know, I don't want to go out, especially with a lot of people. So we're opening a Zoom a meeting for the, for Let's Talk. At the same time, we have people coming in in person. Okay. So we're doing like kind of a hybrid I'm program. Right. Um, so it's it, it's still going. Yeah. And it's, I mean, sometimes we, you know, we, you know, COVID was bad and because, you know, we had to lock down yes. and everything, but um, like now that you're taking advantage of, you know, people like knowing how to use Zoom mm-hmm. where you can meet with somebody from Hikali that might not be able to come over here, yes. but yeah, you still have people here and, and it's, it's, it's opened up a, a more doors to like bring in more people that aren't from, from Calexico or the Valley. Yes, yes, and we even had um, for the for the conversation class. Sometimes we had someone that was in Chile or some other place because either um, had a family member from here, then Calexico or Mexicali, then that you know that, that mentioned about oh, you know, they're having this program. So I remember for for example, baby time. I had a person from Mexico, from state Mexico City, um, joining the baby time. Um, for the virtual, we have, I have still have someone from Virginia, from Richmond, Virginia, that she joins once in a while. And that's three hours different. So sometimes yeah. if it's like two or 3 p.m., it's kind of dinner time for them. Um, but we've been able to make those connections. So I like to see that there, even though in spite of, you know, all the sadness that happened during COVID, there were many positive things that happened because of COVID, because yeah. of what we, we had to reinvent ourselves once again and try to find a way to continue reaching the, uh, you know, reaching people and say, you know what, for a long time, the library doors were closed, but our services continue to be open. So mm-hmm. we like to say that kind of slogan. Um, so once again, trying to adapt and, 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 and make it work. Yeah, and so. it's funny because, you know, uh, growing up in the 90s or mm-hmm. 2000s, I remember, like, for a long time, um, they tried to do this where, like, you know, oh, there was, um, like, video, kind of like what we're doing now with Zoom, but we'd, we would do it, like, with museums, and and it kind of, for some reason, it never, you know, catch, you. Ca- caught on. Mm-hmm. And but now like we've kind of we're going back to that, mm-hmm. and but it's it's fun that you know or it's nice to know that even though we already had this available, uh, we're kind of learning to use it again uh-huh. a, a, in a good way, because yeah, I mean we, 
we have all this technology and we, we we're able to communicate with people that aren't mm-hmm. from here but now with you know covid we had to we were really forced okay. to use it now and now we keep we're keeping we keep using it and mm-hmm. it's and it's fun that you know we are like you guys are able to to talk to other people from other places mm-hmm. and you know connect you know especially people from here that might not go out too much mm-hmm. they get to learn and, and talk to people that from that aren't from the valley mm-hmm. and yeah. it's, it's pretty 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 interesting yeah, yeah. it's a great experience for yeah. everyone hey guys sorry for the interruption but i want to take this time and thank my sponsors i want to thank my friends camilo jake eric ortega i want to thank eddie lopez from roots creative miss norma sierra galindo iid director representing division five and serving the entire imperial valley Will Torres from Valley Sports Network, your Imperial Valley source for sports. I want to thank Sergio's Tacos and Hot Dogs. With eight years of experience serving the Imperial, San Diego Yuma Counties with Mexicali style hot dogs and taquizas, contact Sergio at 760-562-0057 or look for Sergio's Tacos and Hot Dogs on Facebook. I want to thank Eric Reyes from Los Amigos de la Comunidad, empowering communities together. Finally, I want to thank David Gastelum. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the Imperial or San Diego Counties, Make sure you contact David. He's not only a realtor, but an investor with over 20 years of experience. And he'll teach you along the way in one of the most important investments of your life. Um, contact David at 760-235-9576 or look for David Gastelum on Facebook. All right, guys. Well, now back to the show. What's You keep mentioning baby time. What's baby time? Baby time <laughs> is a program for uh, families with, with babies from zero to two. So once again, we're trying to instill the love of books and learning at the earliest age. So what we do, uh, we sit on the floor and then we share a story and we share songs and um, and we give parents a copy of, of, of the book so the child might be um, looking at whoever's reading the story or have the book right next to them. And so we're model uh, modeling at reading out loud to parents. Mm-hmm. So we want parents to come in and see how we do it so that they can replicate at home, obviously. Um so we do that for about, you know, that that age group is not going to sit forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe 20 to 25 minutes reading and singing. Um, and then um, it, it's very funny because I remember when I used to do baby time for, for many years. And, and then parents were like, oh, my child doesn't want to sit down. Like, that's, that's okay, that's okay. Let her, him or her wander around. That's okay. We're doing it in the multipurpose room where they're not going to escape. So that's okay if they're walking around. And then the following month, they will come back and say, you know what? When we got when we got home, she was singing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. And when she was here, she was not paying attention. We're like, yeah, she, it, just, it seems that she's not paying attention, but she's really yeah, paying yeah. attention. So those are, or, or babies um, started walking here at the library. So those milestones were like very special. Yeah. Yeah, and especially when you take a little kid into a new environment, they're going to want to explore it and they're paying attention, but they're, yes. you know, kind of like checking out the, the, the place. And and then interacting with other babies and then, you know, starting to learning to share or not to share, especially if they don't have older siblings or their only child. So so the, all those those um, skills that you get to learn. So yeah. And, yeah, that you don't really notice, but, you know, it's going on yes. while you're there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um and and also saw that in your multi-purpose, you guys do like STEM programs as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. We're doing it once a week right now because we're in the summer, our family summer reading program, um, and we're having a great time. We're having a great time. Whether we and, and actually we've been offering for a long time, way before COVID, um, 
and it's just an, just another way to to you know slime is one of the very favorites <laughs> has been for a, for a long time right just it's kind of messy and we just have to be very careful because we have a carpet but doing slime um last week we had um we play with we play with cups just you know those mm-hmm. red cups um, but it was like a team effort so they had uh, some rubber bands and they everybody had to like pool to to get the the bottom of the cup oh, and okay. then create a tower with that so parents were like oh my god this is this is complicated but this is so fun so they had a and it's just with a cup so it, it's it goes a long way you know with something so simple you can you can play for hours yeah and then after that just kids you know starting putting the um building a like a tower to see who will build the biggest tower um sometimes we do some art um related to stem the stem um so we're having a, a great time with that. And who, who who are some of the people that help you out here in the in the library? We all do it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have it's we're very 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 short stuff. So um, right now Yvette is the one that is um, um, doing Yvette and Carlos. So they were like either one week Yvette does something and then Carlos does another one. Um, one of the the ones that uh, Carlos did, we try to introduce a book, obviously a tag. Uh, um, put a book related to whatever we're doing so they did some octopus jet propul- propulsion so he he used hoopla to show up a book an ebook um on octopus and then um they had you know they had a, a cutout of, of an octopus they kind of color it and then um they they had a balloon so they put a clip or something and then just let go of the air and see how the how the balloon how the balloon and with the string the 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 octopus like kind of flew. Yeah. so it was really fun of the kids were like you know having so much fun going over and over and doing it all over again so so, so they're kind of even in carlos and they're the ones that are mostly doing right now the, the stem uh, yeah. but uh, do you want to mention any other people that you know just i, I guess i'm t- trying to kind of um see if you want to mention you know your staff here who else is who else is who else is his julio julio um julio yvette um Carlos um, and Ceci uh, right now. Ceci is uh, helping us with most most of the children's programs, uh, but, but no, not children's. Pre- uh, story time and baby time programs, mm. um, and that's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I, I mean I know that there's a lot of things that you guys do, and and you know the people you know besides you, there's a lot of people oh, that, yes, yes. that are a huge part of you know of the things that you do, and you know how you've evolved to to provide the community. Um, you know, a place to come and learn and, and be creative and spend time with parents right. as well. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's it's interesting how, you know, for, to me, like the library was a place where you would go out and get a book. Um, I never thought of coming with my parents to the library, but, mm-hmm. you know, you guys are, are making, you know, making it fun, you know, as, especially at, at a young age, you know, coming mm-hmm. here and, you know, spending time with your mom, reading a book or just hanging out with other kids. That's mm-hmm. it's. I think it's, it's really... Um, it's 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 nice to see that because, like I said, to me, like the library was somewhere I went because I was doing research for school <laughs> or or trying to cool down I before I went to yeah. So, but now you're making it a, a family event thing. Yes, and we have many families that even come from Mexicali and then just like you know, what is it that you're gonna have today so that I can make a trip <laughs> now that they can cross again because you know there was a time when they couldn't they couldn't come over. Um, so many of those families would join us or virtual programs, but. Um, but yeah, it's it's great when we see the whole family bringing the kids, whether to be a um, for tutoring or just just getting books or just coming for the day's activity. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and there's always you know there's programs that you know are changing with the seasons, right? Yes. 
Yeah, sometimes we have special, like for example, we try to have, um, which is story time is one of the staple programs once a week, almost all year round. Um, baby time, usually we offer it once. It depends. It depends on the staffing level. So it's most of the time it was once a month. But right now during the summer, we do it in every week. Mm. Um, STEAM program was once a month. Um, at times it was twice a month, but then depend on staffing. Um, but now we're in the summer with it's our busiest time because all the programs are like on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have special celebrations. Like for example, for Christmas, we, um, we used to have a, um, a family night during Christmas and Santa will come. And then we had arts and crafts and games and all that. But in December last year, COVID cases started to rise up again. So I said, no, it's, it's not safe if we do it in the parking lot and then it's cold. Mm-hmm. If then, you know, the one day in Calexico that it gets cold, I don't want anybody to get sick. Mm. So we kind of modified it. We, we did have Santa. We did have, um, baby by child got a book and took a picture with Santa and the friends of the library provided like a small present. And then Starbucks gave us coffee for the oh. parents. So, so we, we try to um, try always try to come up with something a little bit different or you know kind of spice spice things up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I know you do the um, Dr. Seuss Day because I think yes. my friends, uh, one of my friends, Warren Corkers, she always comes to that with her daughter. And I mean, yes, I don't yeah. know because her daughter's getting a little bit older, so I don't know if she's gonna <laughs> if she's gonna grow out of it. Uh-huh. But that's something that she always came and did here with with her daughter. Huh? Yes, we always have Dr. Seuss, and we actually we partner up with our Calexico. Um, uh, associated Casalexico teachers. So they provide funding, they provide a sponsorship so that we can purchase the materials for the craft activities. So sometimes we purchase books with the money that they give us, so, so we have extra books. Um, and that's the one that we love the most because many of the teachers volunteer to mm-hmm. come and help us. So, so like, oh, well, the, the help we need. So, because we have arts and crafts and games and then um, the story reading and uh, free books. So we need, and people signing that, you know, checking people in. Um, so that's the time where we have a lot of teachers help us and it's a wonderful event. They love it and we love it too. Yeah. And especially, um, when kids see their teachers here, yes. cause uh, you know, growing up, you know, uh, you would see your teacher at the store and like, Oh, my teacher's here. That's like, <laughs> she got she, out of school. Yeah, she's, she's normal. She goes <laughs> yeah. shopping. Yeah. So like to see them here at the library is, I bet is, is yes. a pretty cool thing for them. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, where can people, you know, find all these programs or, or how can they keep informed of, as to what's going on here at the library? The best is either, obviously, come here and we can explain, but we also have our, uh, our website. We have two websites. We have a website completely in English and a website completely in Spanish where you can find all the programs for for um, children, for young adults, for, for adults, um, how to get a library card. So we try to make it a little as, as accessible as we can. We have the application um, on our website. They can, you know... Um, type it in, save it, email it to us, and then we can process it and then email it back to them. Or they sometimes they print it and then just come into the library already with the lab, uh, application ready. Um, you have all access to all the resources. Obviously, most of the, if not all of the resources, like digital resources, you do need to have a library card. Mm. Um, so it's the first thing to do is to get a library card. Yeah. Um, we can we continue during during COVID, the 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 co- the worst of the COVID uh, time, we continue. We started doing book bundles. So, whether whether um, a parent will say, you know what, my my child is reading between three point one to three point nine, um, and he likes books about dinosaurs or you know foods or a specific whatever whatever it was. 
So we will try to put books together. If if sometimes they will say, no, my I have a kindergartner, so just give me books about kid that a kindergartner will want. So yeah. we try to um, build a, a little bundle with um, not just picture books, but also nonfiction books. So so maybe a book about. Um, I don't know the a, the letters, the alphabet, or different and, and different, and maybe in a paperback format, so that they can get to see not just the children's collection, but also on this side we have other books that are also that might be um, um, interest of them for yeah. them. So we can continue doing that. You know, if for whatever reason you cannot come um, to select your own books, we can put them together, and then you just come and pick it up, and, and that's it. We also we always do that for teachers. Um, so we kind of well, if we do it for teachers, we can also do it for the general public. Yeah, yeah. Um, so your web, your website is a good place to get all that information yes. and social media also. Social media, we well, you go to calexicolibrary.org and the one in Spanish is spanish.calexicolibrary.org. Um, <clears throat> so any event that we have, all the activities that we have on a daily basis, I try to keep it up to date. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have a, a, a calendar that we produce every month with where we try to add everything, all the activities that we're having at the library, whether it's be tutoring, the story time, for, for our teens, for adults, for everything. Um, so that's also accessible on our website. We have a list of people that we send the, the, the calendar, um, especially those that get a library card, and they say, okay, yes, add me to your mailing list. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we send it to them. Um, we also are on Facebook. So on Facebook, we try to... Um, we put a lot of pictures on Facebook so that people can see what is it like. Um, yeah. Well, you guys offer this and you guys offer that. So, and it's it's really nice um, to see uh, parents, you know, liking our page or, or following us, whatever the difference is. <laughs> yeah, I still don't understand what is the difference between the two. But the thing is that they share. They share whether it would be a flyer or maybe their child, you know, was in one of the pictures. Yeah. So they share it with, oh, look, my niña or whatever. So that's really nice. So I think that's part of creating community. That's one of the mm -hmm. things that we like to do and then we also on insta we are also on instagram um at first we try to instagram to to attract teenagers because they're more on insta than on facebook <laughs> yeah. and facebook is for the older yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um we we don't post as much as on insta as on facebook because it's easier and facebook allows you to i i can post like 100 picture, pictures that at one time and insta is only like eight i believe mm. so and then it has to be in a certain size yeah. it's a little it's more complicated oh, yeah. <laughs> so um so we have those two in, in our website and in word of mouth Hopefully mm -hmm. that that's our biggest um, and, and the newspaper. The newspaper has also been very kind to us. And there's you know at times articles about the library about a specific program, mm -hmm. or we send pictures and the picture they actually uh, print the picture. So that's another way to reach out to the community. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else that you know we didn't talk about that you would like to share with? The well, listeners? I just. Um, well, you know, we're here, we're open, we have a reduced schedule, um, we're open Monday through Thursday from 2 to 7, uh, we're, when people can come in, we're here, we are here since 9 in the morning, so either they can give, the f we always answer the phone, even though the, the, you're not able to come in and during the morning right now because of shortage of staff. But um, we can continue to issue library because we can continue to, to give almost this, um, all of the services. Um, right now we are in, during the Family Summer Reading Program, so uh, Everybody can register still and join our activities. Um, so we're here to hopefully, and there's something that, that, you know, we need and we don't have, you know, let us know and we'll see how can we make it work or okay. can guarantee that we're going to give everything back. <laughs> yeah, I saw that um, you, um, I was part of the Kickstarter for the Chiquita Vaquita. 
And I heard, yes. I saw that you guys got that, that book. Yes, we have that book, and uh, Ruben Nahera is going to be joining us this week. Actually, oh, tomorrow is we have once a week we have a special um, guest. We call it Let's Meet. So Ruben is going to be is going to be one of our guests. Oh, um, wow. So he donated the book, The Chiquita La Vaquita. So it's already on our on our on our system. And we're very excited because, you know, he, he drew this comic for um, Archie, Archie yeah. uh, comics. So that's a big thing. Mm -hmm. Someone from the Valley. So yeah, very yeah. proud of him. And, and I, don't, I don't personally know him, but just, you know, I just email him. I saw the article in the newspaper. I'm like, oh, comics woman, ask him if he wants to be part of it. He said, yes. Yeah. And then he sent me postcards and he sent me the book. So I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Ruben. He's, he does a lot of things. And, and um, yeah, I was part of the Kickstarter. So I was... I think it was this week where he posted that you can now get the book here and oh, and okay. it's pretty cool that he's going to be here. I don't know he was going to come down so that that's that's yeah. nice. And then you know it's it's a great way to for our kids uh, our community to see hey this is someone from the valley and you know I can always you know it's a role model. I can be I can reach out to be like someone famous yeah. like him. Yeah, I mean I mean like you said Archie is a, it's a, a comic that's kind of like historic because it's yes. been on like for, for i mean i remember little kid you know mm -hmm. buying archie comics my dad knew who archie was yes. so it's uh -huh. obviously like been a long it's yes, been yes. it's been in publication for a long time so i mean to be somebody to to write for i think he wrote for it right yes he did the cover mm -hmm. the archie best archie cover ever something like oh, that okay. so he'll so, he'll tell us more about it tomorrow yeah yeah for sure <laughs> all right so i want to thank you again for for oh, you know you. spending some time and, and talking to us about the things you do, how you've evolved to kind of keep, uh, you know, the community interested in mm -hmm. coming to the library. Because, I mean, I work at Calexico High School and, and you know, the library isn't the same because we don't um, use books as much as we do. I mean, it's it's really fun when you see or, or it's nice to see kids that do read. And, mm -hmm. you know, you see them around campus, like they'll be during lunch, you know, sitting on the floor reading, uh -huh. reading a book. Um, my son, he he likes to read um, like the ma manga. Manga. Uh -huh. yeah. So, I mean, I'm like, at least he. At least it's something. Yes, yeah. yes. And, and manga, it's really good. And it's very popular. Mm -hmm. Also, um, I mean, first it was it's kind of a comic, but just like, you know, backwards. Yeah. Japanese style. <laughs> yeah. So, and. If they like it, I mean, they, and it, it, I guess sometimes it doesn't have that many, or many of them doesn't have maybe any any uh, dialogue. It's just the picture, so that in a way, you know, their imagination is is yeah, you're creating like your own dialogue kind of in a way. But yeah, um, you know, everybody has probably out there something that they they like to read. Mm -hmm. And like I said, my son likes manga, and it, to me, it's like you know, you're reading something, so mm -hmm. which it's it's nice. Um, but yeah, like you know, going back to what we're saying about about how you're kind of evolving to making sure that you know the community still here comes here. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's really really um, I, I, it it kind of um, what was the word I wanted to use? But it's it's fun to see that you guys are doing things different to you know bring the community in mm -hmm. and because once you're here, like you'll be like, oh, I'm gonna check out a book. Or, or if you bring your, your little kid, you know, they might mm -hmm. want to go grab a book. So it's a good way to, you know, still keep them in here and, yes. and interested in, in reading. So yeah. I want to congratulate you on, on you know, you. the changing the way that you bring the community into the library. Thank you. Have a very, and I want to just thank my staff. My staff, they're wonderful. We, we wouldn't be able to, even though we're very, very small staff of three, four at times, um, you know, they're very hard workers and they, they, 
they really believe in the library and they really like what they do because not only they give great customer service, but everything that they do, they do it with the heart. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell for sure. Yes. All right. Well, so, thank you. Thank, thank you once you. again. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening or watching. And we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.